Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Tea with Crema. My name is Chris. I'll be your host today, and I'm joined by my best friend, Emma. Hello, and happy birthday. Woohoo! Oh my gosh, birthday? Whose birthday is it? It's The Tea with Crema's birthday, or as I like to say, birth yay. Yay! Oh my gosh, Crema Smatini is one years old now. How exciting! Ooh. Well, before we begin our year of reflections and thought, just kidding, it's just one episode of looking back at our <laughs> first year anniversary. Abba, what are you drinking today? It definitely sounded like you just said Abba. What are you drinking today? Abba! <laughs> come in, play your song. That's the um, Mamma Mia. Mia people. Okay. Here I go again. My, my. Today I am drinking a green tea. I'm not exactly sure who it's made by because the entire um, packaging is in Japanese. But I do know it's green tea because of the packaging. And thank God for pictures because it's it's rough out here for a girl who don't speak Japanese, y'all. I'm out here just trying my best. <laughs> but, you gotta pick yes. on the colors and labels you and pictures. Know? It's been solid so far. It has not led me astray. So I've been good. But Christopher, break it down for us. What are you drinking today? How sad that on our one year anniversary. (laughs) Is this an omen? Like, look at this. I'm drinking the first tea that I truly do not like. Like, I'm not going to finish this tea. It's disgusting. I don't like it personally. You know, maybe someone else does. But let me tell you about this. Caffeine-free gluten-free, vegan, great source of antioxidant, iron, magnesium, and zinc tea ethically sourced from Ecuador. Wow. Let me tell you about this tea because it, uh-uh, you could put, see, that's that's how you know. You could put all these little labels and fancy things on a tea. It could be local, you know, distributed by a Fort Worth company and everything, and it still end up just being not good. And I should have known. Because when I tell you, it delivered exactly what it said it was going to deliver. This is a cacao tea. So, like, basically a chocolate tea. And I don't know what I thought was going to happen. But it basically just tastes like a really, really, really diluted packet of hot chocolate. Like, you know, you got your family of 12. You only had one packet. (laughs) But you all had a little bit. (laughs) That's but what this all, tastes like. You got you all got a full mug of hot water, but you only have one packet to share. <laughs> Instead of just, you know, making one good mug of hot chocolate, you just, everyone got a little bit of powder. Same amount of water, though. <laughs> nope. This tea was not it. It was not the move. I feel so terrible for whoever made this tea. It's not for me. So, me cacao, it just, mm-mm. Maybe for someone else, maybe they have other kinds. Maybe there's something that I didn't do right, but uh, no, no. That's, that's not the move. Well, you know, Mm-mm. I'm hoping that this terrible tea is just a low and, you know, it's not a bad omen for our one year anniversary. So we have made it to a year. Go us. And this is actually releasing on our one year episode. So that's that's pretty big in itself, but... We are just going to kind of, you know, do all the things, sing all the happy birthdays. How many songs can you come up that have to do with a birthday? Oh, isn't there one by Katy Perry? I think there's one by Katy Perry. There might be. I was just thinking of like the 50 Cent one. 
Oh, yeah. Go, mm-hmm. Shahadi. It's your birthday. Um, there's also the Drake one. It's your happy birthday. It's called Ratchet Happy Birthday. <laughs> I also thought of the Jeremiah one. We're not going to say what the name is. It's your birthday, so you know you want to rock. <laughs> you say passion. <laughs> I re- <laughs> Okay, maybe not that kind of passion. I don't know what you be doing. Oh, my God. Let me see. I really think Katy Perry made one, too. Uh, There's also this other one that I really like, but I also can't sing it on the air. It's called Birthday B. <laughs> oh, oh mm-hmm. And then there's also, you know, then we got the good old Stevie Wonder one. Happy mm-hmm. birthday to you. Happy birthday. And then, you know, we got the other one, like the classic happy birthday, but we really can't sing that one because that one's expensive to air. Is it really? Yeah, I think it's like $12,000 every time you sing it on anything. So that's why anytime you see movies and shows that have happy birthday in it, you know they got money. But a lot of times they'll sing like... No. Like the one that you sing at like a birthday party? Like with the, your friends? Da, 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 da. And I'm only going to say that much because, yeah. It's, it's $12,000? Who do you pay? Person, the person who owns the patent to it. I thought this was like a Creative Commons at this point. Nope, it's not. Somebody went oh. and they went and colonized that song. Oh my God. Maybe. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even know. You know, the more you know, it'd be like the that. The more you know. Okay, well, to begin our true, true, true episode, we want to start, of course, with the highs of the year. So, what are some celebrations that you can think of, Emma, after doing the tea with crema for one whole year? How are we going to celebrate? I hope we get drunk. Just kidding. I just looked at the song. It's definitely public domain. But then, why does it say it was copyrighted? Because it was, and then started collecting licensing fees, but then... It was declared invalid. The copyright was declared invalid, and then they had to pay back all of those fees. The fourteen million dollars. Well, in that case, mm-hmm. happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> Tea with crema. Happy birthday to you. Yes. So, in case you were wondering, it's one of the most widely recognized songs in the English language. But yes. So I think I will be celebrating the birth of Tea with Crema by signing up for therapy, maybe. Ooh, you know, it's <laughs> a year. I think that's a great way to celebrate. I agree. I have definitely started looking into that therapy thing that my friend had sent me. Um, there's like a therapy group that gives therapy specifically to expats. And so maybe I will also do that. So like update from the beginning until now. Thinking back to that first episode in December, what were you doing and how has your life changed since then? Well, at that point, I was still teaching Mm -hmm. and was navigating a year where some of my kids just never came to class because it was a virtual part-time year kind of thing. And, you know, navigating all of whatever that meant and, yeah, just needing... Just being on the computer all the time and so, like, needing to do something else other than, like, work. Work, 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 work. Oh, do we have to pay for that song, too? 
You know, Rihanna might actually make us pay for that song. She'd be collecting <laughs> doing all the things. So awkward. Guess we'll find out if the tea with karma goes bankrupt. That that's why. That, that is, is the reason. Literally why. It's because of Rihanna. We still stand, but oh you know, thinking back to that last episode, Rihanna was on there and so was Chris Brown. <laughs> so Oh. They were definitely oh. Very on your list in high <laughs> oh my gosh so it's yeah i think mm-hmm. so i think since then i have switched jobs and moved and been i will say i think because of the work that we've done with the podcast i've been a bit more intentional about the things that i do in my life and so you know having set those really a set, like really clear goals for what I was going to have accomplished in 2021. I think I've in the grand scheme of things, I've done really well. The biggest thing that I think I dropped the ball at was working out. But even that, like, if you think about like in the grand scheme of the year, I've been, I was working out basically from like January to May, June ish at CrossFit. And then I haven't really done much since, but like, that's not nothing really. Um, and then, so, you know, fitness, technical check right there. Um, I've been more social and gone out with people and tried and explored a lot of new things. So half check right there. They're all teachers. So I'll, I'll give myself that half check, <laughs> but I think just being able to like sit down. And create that visual and be more intentional about things was just really helpful and nice. So I think in that regard, the podcast really helped me. Yeah. Um, you know, in the beginning of the year, and we definitely had set those goals. Was that the episode that I said I was going to be applying for law school? Or when did that happen? I don't think so. You didn't really, you've, you like talked about law school one time ish, kind of, but. Also with this, like, I don't want to speak it into fruition. And then everyone's like, ask me about law school. Yeah. And then I change my mind about it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I think maybe I kind of knew that maybe it wasn't going to be in the plan essentially right away. I think I had hoped for it. But from that year, I think the, I think the podcast definitely opened up some doors in terms of like, I got to be connected to other people. Um, and so one of my good friends at, uh, reads with Rosa. She's the host of her own podcast. Had like reached out to me and was like, Hey, like, I saw you have a podcast and you're Polly. Like, I'm Samoan, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and you're a teacher. Like, can you come on my podcast? And so interviewed me on her podcast. And then at the end was like, Oh my gosh, like, you're a science teacher. I think it'd be so cool if you could like come out to Japan and teach. And I was like, Oh my God, my school might be closing <laughs> and ended up applying on a whim, ended up getting the job. So. I think that the tea with crema has definitely opened up some doors in that way. I live in a completely new country now. I have gotten engaged. Isaac and I did an episode in the beginning of the year. Wait, did I say we got engaged at the beginning of the year? No, we got... No, we did an episode about oh, your relationship at the beginning yes. of the year. Yes, 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 yes. And then we got engaged right before I left. So there's definitely been some things, you know, it's also been a way for, I think, family and friends to reconnect with us and everything. But our first episode was based on therapy because being in the States and now being in Japan and seeing the healthcare differences, it is wild. Now, mental health care is not as, I don't think it's as um, advanced as it is in the States and Japan. It is very much still a culture of like, 
you know, you're fine, you're being dramatic type of things. So there's definitely that. That first episode was called Therapy is Expensive, so we started a podcast instead. Did this help, do you think, as therapy? Do you feel like this was another outlet for you, or do you feel like it was an outlet of stress? I think in this first year, there was a lot of stress from the podcast, and partly because, you know, you just don't know how to do certain things, and so trying to figure out, like, how to edit in a timely fashion and figuring out our social media game and who's running which accounts and how are we sharing and what are we sharing and how are we even, what is the purpose of these episodes? Who are they for? What is our schedules like? And then throwing on top of that now the time differences and trying to figure out all those things. I think ultimately it ended up being a a point of stress for me so much to the point where like even before the year was up, like part of why we took the hiatus was because like I was just not in a space where I was like able to sit and do more episodes and do the work behind the scenes to make it happen. And so in that regard, I think it was really stressful. But then I just had a moment not too long ago where I was just, we had to, we just had to go back and forth of like, are we doing it? Are we doing it? Are we doing it? Are we doing it? And I mean, it's mostly you. I was very just like, eh, man, I'm still thinking about it, being very flippant and nonchalant about it. And it just came to, you know what, if we're going to do it, if we're going to say it's therapeutic, I think let's commit to that part and let's not make it so stressful and let's let it be fun. And not so much because it's something that like we as a collective necessarily need to do. But I think it's because I need to learn how to not be so stressed about everything all the time. The podcast doesn't have to be perfect all the time. We don't actually have to look at the analytics of the podcast to see how many people are we reaching. Is that more than the last episode? What kind of feedback and comments are we getting? And I don't have to like use that as something and like, turn into, oh, we have to do better the next month. Like, it's fun and it's cute, but learning how to kind of leave it at that so that I can be stressed, I I guess not stressed in other parts of my life, but I can focus more on handling the stress from other parts of my life. So I did learn that lesson, and I think it's helping me in the later half of this year. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think that you and I both have very perfectionist um personalities and it was we both had like different expectations and I was also really stressed because I had never used you know audacity and then I wasn't meeting deadlines and you know in my head I was like okay like this is fine but then you know there was also that point of contention of like why aren't you getting things done on on time you know and so like I definitely knew my weak points going into it and then it was becoming like as the year was going on, it was almost like, okay, yeah, don't forget, we have to like record, like it was becoming this point of like, it was no longer fun. You know, it was no longer a reason like we started this because we wanted to have fun. We thought we were really funny. I still think we're very funny. (laughs) Um, And we were like, Oh, my God, podcast idea, you know, and it was becoming that thing that I feel like we had kind of lost, you know, we kind of got lost of what was our original intention of this? Like, was the was the intention for it to be fun and perfect? Or like, you know, to be fun? Or was it to be perfect? And I think that's kind of where once we came to that understanding and like was able to, you know, fully, you know, come back and realize like, okay, 
this is what we want to do. I was also just being annoying because I knew that our payment was about to go up. So I was like, I need to make sure I have money in my US account so that it gets pulled. So I need to know if we're doing this. It wasn't like I was like, if you don't do this, I'm going to go on my own. No, it was like, we need to know because we got some fees coming up. And if they don't get, if they get pulled, then I'm going to be, you know, I got to make sure I'm not in a negative balance. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcasting's not free. Because podcasting is not free. And, you know, next year we're planning on doing like a behind the scenes episode. If you're ever interested in starting a podcast, I feel like we have learned a lot. And it just passing on the blessing that we received from what the trio. Yes. Yeah. I think that that's the most important part, right? Is because knowledge is going to be shared. You know, we, we got free knowledge from them. And so why are we going to hold on to it and hold on to that knowledge when we could just definitely also be releasing it out there? Um, so I think in a way it did help us therapy towards the end of the year. Um, in that move to Japan, I think there was so much going on in our lives that I did need that hiatus though, because it was go, 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 go. Um, and yeah, so there was just a lot of moving parts, but I think that it's been a great way for us to kind of like connect because this 15 hour time difference is sometimes not in our best interest. You know, we do text every day, but it's different being able to like hop on a call and like talk and like catch up in that way too. Um, so yeah, uh, thinking back to our one year, we've now done 23 episodes. Uh, almost how many weeks are there in a year? 52. Well, because we also did it. 52? Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, so had we done like all of the things, we should have been at 23? 26. (laughs) Okay, so math is not my immediate go-to forte. Yeah, okay, okay. So yeah, we have, uh, this is would be our 24th episode. Okay, not bad, like in the grand scheme of like the year. Now we I'm took like a little break. How many year? How many weeks? Yes, there are fifty-two weeks in a year. Okay, I was like, "Am I crazy? Am I mm-hmm. the one?" Yeah. So you know, not thinking about it, we really didn't take a hiatus. Like we took a one-month hiatus, but I felt like it was a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. In all fairness, it's because there there are some months like December where there's three posts, like essentially we posted three times instead of two because mm-hmm. we didn't do like twice monthly. We did every other week. Yeah. Anyways, a logistical thing. What was your question? I don't even know why um, I did that. I was confused. Yeah. So now we're coming up. This is episode 24. This month is episode 24. This one is about to air. Um, so what was your favorite episode to date? I think your birthday episode was my favorite because I literally bad. just like listened to all of the absolutely ridiculous stories that you told about. <laughs> I still like... And then I told, it was great. I got to tell my family about how you made your mom miss the Macy's Day Parade the one time that y'all went. And, (laughs) you know, I don't tell people about the time that you snorted powdered dish detergent, but I chuckle. Keep bringing it up. (laughs) I chuckle every time I walk down the laundry aisle. So just know, you know, those stories stick with you. Yeah, I thought that was a really good episode, too. It was a really long episode. I remember that. Um, but I thought that was such a cute episode. And you you put so much into that one. Uh, you know, you had gone out, you like had reached out to all my friends and did all the things. So I really I appreciated that episode. I think one of my favorite episodes, though, is honestly, like, all of them are really good. <laughs> That's not true. Some of them are like, yeah. Some of them were throwaway episodes. I will admit that. You know, we did throw some away and that's okay. No, I think my favorite episode was our crossover with What the Trio. What a nightmare to edit. 
That was not a great episode to edit for Chris. That was also probably, like, the peak of that, like, F this whole thing. Because <laughs> that was five people that Chris had to edit. And then the audio was a little bit off. I, but I think in terms of, like, fun, I had the most fun creating that episode. You know, I was going to say my episode with Isaac was really fun. I did enjoy that one. Um and, you know, that's something that, like, people are always like, oh, that was, like, such a cute episode. But my favorite episode that we, like, were able to produce and, uh, like, come up with was the What the Trio episode, for sure. I still have flashbacks of, like, who's talking? Who do I need to mute? Why is everyone laughing? Why is the laughter so loud? Like, it just... Yeah, so I think that might have also been my favorite episode because I didn't have to edit it. <laughs> you know you just enjoy like in my head even as we were recording i'm just like man i'm gonna have to edit all this work like it's gonna be work oh my gosh i don't regret it it was really nice but wait have i had to edit all of our guest episodes multi-people episodes yes that has been you um oh no, no no i did edit the isaac did i edit the isaac one no, you edited that one too. I think I edited that one. I did the what the trio one, and then I think I edited the one with Shemaine. Oh, I know yeah. I did that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that was my like one gosh, of our, that was one of our first like three people one, and you're like, I'll take this one. You just knew I wasn't gonna be able to do it. So, um, oh my gosh, I think that yeah, like this episode, like this this podcast has also helped me to like you know meet more people too. Um, I got to meet Shemaine. I had met her very like like, in passing, but not really gotten to sit down with her and, like, discuss her goals, like, how we did. Uh, Ivy Grace, you still out there at Ivy Grace Boutique? I think there's Black Friday. Oh, no, that's a new online that we started this. Uh, there's always, like... But there's always a sale, though. Yeah, like, there's always... always... Um, Charmaine always be out here with the sales. Like, I, I'm wearing my... I'd be wearing my, you know, my cute little uh, Ivy Grace stuff out here, so, you know, we out here. Um, I do need to ask her if she does international shipping. <laughs> You know, you gotta, mm, gotta check. She had some really nice winter yeah, items, like exactly. And it's cold. It is cold, y'all. I'm like in a hoodie. Mm-hmm. I look cold. Chris was like, "Wow, you look really cold." Because I am. Um, because this room that I'm in doesn't have air conditioning or heating. So, yeah. But um, yeah. I think that that was my favorite episode. So I don't know. Have we really? Have we already answered this question? What have you learned about being on podcast? I think so. I've learned that. Your boy will stress out about everything and anything. If there's and a thing to stress I'm, out about, it'll happen. <laughs> I will do it. I will find a way to stress out about it. And I am really learning how to let go. Let go and let God, because it can't be on me all the time. It just, I internalize it a lot. And I just, I'm not going to keep doing that in all aspects of my life. So... I've appreciated learning that lesson of just being able how to be better about being in every moment. Anything in addition? This podcast has definitely helped me to be really intentional about my goal settings. I feel like a lot of things, and I don't want to sound like you know cocky or anything like that. Like a lot of things that I have done have been successful, you know. So it's like I've never had anything where I really felt like this is not going to be successful. So like knowing that we have to put in the work for it and like our social media game. And like, I, I was like, Oh, like I know all about social media plot twists. Don't know anything about social media. You know, it's just like, <laughs> one of those things where I've been building a following for a really long time. And I thought that that would translate over to like having a podcast and like putting ourselves out there. Uh, so it's definitely been a humbling lesson <laughs> on my end that like, just because we say it's going to happen. And like, I feel like Chris and I also have like that really good 
vibes and energy that we have been pretty successful in everything that we do. Um, you know, the podcast definitely was like, oh, you you thought. <laughs> <laughs> you thought people just wanted to listen to you? Oh, like, you gonna have to be interesting. Like, like, first of all, only you two like listening to each other. So <laughs> I don't know why y'all thought that the whole world would like to listen to you too. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We have an audience. We enjoy, you know, it's mutual. We enjoy each other. We see y'all. Thank y'all for listening to us and sticking around for this whole time. Okay. All seven of y'all. All seven of you. And, you know, even <laughs> if five out of the seven of them are my siblings and parents, <laughs> it is okay with me. Um, one of them's me. <laughs> and one of them is also me. So there's our seven. <laughs> nah, I know, you know, I know she may be listening. Like, you know, we check in about the episodes. I love it, though. Like... I just, it's there. So we got nine listeners. But you know what? My mom be giving like savage feedback. There was one episode. She, I think it was the hundred episode. She was like, I was not interested in this at all. And she stopped listening midway through the episode. So, you know, even your audience not be faithful. <laughs> she said no. I at least finished episodes like. But I think the thing that hurt the most was because she said I was listening to the episode and it did not interest me, so I stopped. So I started listening to the What the Trio episode about, <laughs> about Lula Rich, and she said, and then I went and watched the documentary, and I was like, you, you didn't want to go and watch the One Hundred? She goes, No, not at all. <laughs> so, oh no, we did not sell that show. It'd be your own people. You know, it'd be like that. <laughs> Any new goals or dreams for this year for the podcast? Maybe not even this year, just like in general for the podcast. I want to invite different people and more people to the show. Again, logistically, it is complicated. And now there is a time zone difference and that's fine. And editing three people can be difficult and tedious, but it's just nice to have those conversations with other people as well and to learn about their things. And so I think in the upcoming year, I can think of at least one, one person that we'll have on. We're very, I'm very excited. I don't know if I should mention who it is. Ooh, no, it'll be a surprise. It? It'll be a surprise. It's going to be a surprise. Am I going to be surprised too? Maybe, you know, maybe I won't tell you at all. I just like show up, boom, post the questions immediately, like in the moment, you know, I just go for it. Lady Gaga? No, but we ain't there yet. We need at least a thousand subscribers on YouTube. We only have one subscriber on YouTube. Is it me? It's, it's me. I'm the subscriber. <laughs> Even I'm not subscribed. So, you know, I just, I truly, I think in the grand scheme of like iteration, it would be that the podcast finds its true audience mm. and we're able to like automate or outsource some of the work and just have a bit more fun with it. That would be like the goal or the dream. Cause I do enjoy it. I enjoy having guests. It's a lot of fun. But again, that back end editing is just not, it's not fun. So I don't want to give up on the podcast. I want to keep doing it and we'll figure it out. We'll just keep working it and it'll be okay. So that would be like my long term goal, inviting people on and still having, just having a great time and eventually being able to where it can like, pay for the back end itself and you know in the grand scheme like over 12 months it's really not that expensive to do it is like a front-end cost in the beginning you know because we pay for a whole year so that would be really nice to monetize this that it'll pay for itself in terms of goals i would love to have more people on 
my friend who does, you know, reads with Rosa, hers is entirely interview based. So she's found her audience, you know, and so sometimes I like look at her podcast and I'm kind of like, oh, one day we'll get to that level. One of my goals for sure is to be more active on social media and not be so passive on it and being more intentional about the way that we're interacting with the audience and, you know, there are some times where I post and people are like, oh, promote your podcast on this one website and I'll like click on it and it's like a whole bunch of different podcasts. So, you know, there's there's avenues out there. I think it's just me trying to figure out our social media um, and then like making the time for it. Now I feel like I do have a little bit more time in Japan. I'm not as stressed as I was in the States. So I feel like that can be a pretty realistic goal right now is figuring out our social media game. So that is what I'm hoping to take into the new year. You know, just be more engaging on our Instagram. I do want us to start a YouTube because I think that YouTube podcasts are so much fun. And I think that it could, you know, offer itself to do a little bit more things. But then that would also mean that I would have to get ready and not look like the way I do right now. So <laughs> that's also real, you know, but that's like a long term goal, I think, is to eventually one day get us on YouTube and doing it that way. But Multi-platformed. Multi-platformed. But also that would be such a nightmare to edit too. So to be clear, we're on YouTube right now, but it's just audio with our episode pictures graphics on it. I don't know why we it's there. It's on YouTube. I think it has all of one view. Well, it'd be like that. I think the biggest reason that I thought we were gonna do it is because of captions. But I don't again, we'd have to we have to get much better at YouTube. It's just there are a lot of things that like I you're right. I just assumed that I knew about being a child who grew up with the internet. And it's just like, eh, it's fine. I'll just figure this out. It'll be okay. And I'm like, what is the, I don't know how to make any of this stuff work. I don't know how kids be doing this. This is so confusing. I don't get it. It actually kind of makes me respect like influencers and content creators a lot more because it's not just, you know, out there taking a picture and posting a thing. It's not just, you know, uh, all those things that everyone existing you know it's it's work like so when they say they got a 24-hour job oh i believe them you know especially if they're the ones that are content creating on their own yeah Mm -hmm. it is a grind especially if you're building from nothing let me tell you the tea with creme is was built from nothing emma and i are not social media influencers at all like my social media presence is almost non-existent myself so yeah so you know it is one of those things where we've been learning and so uh, really proud of us and the fact that we came to a year it was looking a little shaky there for a second that I was like Ooh, mm-hmm. this, wow like this is the first thing that we've maybe majorly did not do well in and that's okay. <laughs> what's next for the tea with crema Chris well for right now I think we're gonna continue with our redesigned show format so the unedited bi-weekly episodes and then the more structured episodes that kind of like go in between that and a it just it lightens a little bit for the two of us and b i think it really will allow us to capitalize on this being a therapeutic experience so even you know our early our check-in episodes so far i think have just been really helpful to just have like a general guiding topic and some bullet points and just kind of be able to talk on them more authentically. So they aren't super prepared, super question driven. And a lot of times, I don't even think we've had a lot of times to think about our responses as opposed to our more structured episodes that we have taken more time. We know what we want to talk about. There are 
questions that we're trying to answer specifically. I think we've gotten better at answering them more organically. Mm-hmm. And I think really taking those episodes and being able to apply them and invite other people more frequently on them because a, we have a bit more time between those episodes to edit and figure out time zone differences and schedules. Um, and so for our, the logistics side of it, I think really taking that show format and helping us to go to that next level. I, ideally, potentially in this upcoming year, Emma and I might explore side series independent episodes with, you know, whatever that might look like. Cause again, Emma's out making whole new sets of friends out in Japan and I'm trying my best to do something similar in Fort Worth. And I think it's just, it's helpful. You know, it's a little different. It's a little space. It's a little, we still have the tea with Crema. We still have this shared platform, but giving a bit of artistic freedom in that regard. No set plans. We, I know we, like you and I have discussed it a little bit. So that might be something that comes in the next year of podcasting for us. Yeah, um, that was a really great answer. I really thought you were just going to say like, ooh, season two, here we come, let's go. So that was a really thoughtful answer. I'm really glad you said all of that. We're coming back for season two. So that's what you have to look forward to. And with that, any last thoughts on us turning one? No, I think I've learned a lot more than I thought I would. Not necessarily about the things that I thought I would either. And so I think that's, that's okay. And I'm ready to continue learning and... Maybe this has been more therapeutic than I thought. Who knows? TLDR, happy one year anniversary. Deal with Grandma. Woohoo! For season two. Yep. Okay. So with that, we have our 24th set of... Rapid Fire Questions! Bum, 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 bum! That sound will never be found. We've moved on, just to be clear. It's it's done. It's over. I'm it's over. Emma's. It's Emma's going to make the sound. I'm about to copy okay. it. <laughs> So my question today in our theme of, you know, desert islands and apocalypses and, you know, I just, I love it. I love that theme. I'm never going to. This is our third one. (laughs) Never going to get rid of those questions. So this might be our fourth one. It probably is, honestly. So you know the show Naked and Afraid. I love that show. Boom. So the question is, you know, on Naked Afraid, the premise is you can, you're dropped off in this island, but you're allowed to bring one item to help you survive. In this context, what would be your survival item? Oh, the fire starter. I watched that show so much. Actually, wait, hold on. Oh, I'm trying to think now. Would it be a fire starter or a pot? Oh, wait, I have a partner. It's Naked and Afraid, so we have a partner. But you don't get to tell them what they're going to bring. You know, and then sometimes both people bring a pot. What are you supposed to do with two pots, you know? Or you have two fire starters. Great, now we can both start a fire. Ah! Have there been episodes where they both bring the same thing? Yeah. And the producers don't, like, tell the person to bring, like, a backup item just in case? No. Oh, my God. It's pretty realistic. But what I did learn after, you know, because I do tend to get into these rabbit holes about these shows, (laughs) is that I learned that, so when they arrive, so they don't know where they're going, right? Uh, Until they, like, get on the plane and then they arrive. So apparently they have, like, three days where they kind of go through a boot camp. And so that's why no one dies on the show is because they tell them, like, this is the train. Please don't eat this. <laughs> you can't eat this. They teach them how to forage and all those things. And then they also kind of like tell them about like being safe around big animals. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, 
there are some episodes where like animals get pretty close. But again, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to have anyone dead on TV. That makes bad TV. <laughs> or we just don't see those episodes. Or they just don't get aired. I would bring a pot. Yeah, I would bring a pot. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, I could make a fire otherwise. Like, I don't need to have a fire starter. But I had seen an episode where this woman brought a fire starter and had never used it before. So her partner was pissed because he was like, you said, like, you had a fire starter and you were going to do the fire. And, like, now it's nighttime and we're freezing and it's wet. Like, poor lady. Anyway, so what would you bring? I would bring a water purifying straw. Good one. Is that allowed? Yep. Because I feel like that is, I don't watch as many episodes, but, like, the premise of the show seems really funny. And it definitely seems like a lot of people get sick from water contamination. And so that would be water. Because if... I ain't got water. It's a wrap in three days. So yeah, and they have had episodes where like people make their own fil- filters, but even then, it's not. It was it was cool though because they had taken the ashes from their fire, and then that was their charcoal. And you know, charcoal is like a natural. Piece oh of fire. So, yeah, yeah. So, I think my favorite part about Naked and Afraid is because they give each survivalist a final rating score. <laughs> And they almost always go down. There was, well, there was one that I had seen and this man had gone on. And so like based on his, like all his things, he was at a nine. But when he got in, like had no mental capacity for the show, like could not get over like the smallest hurdles. And so it was like, it felt like most of the show was therapy because his partner was always like, you can do it. You know, she was a mom. So she kept like trying to encourage him. And so her score went up because she was like, she ended up taking on this nurturing mm. caretaking role, but his like went, I think he went from like a nine to a six because he couldn't get over these like minor setbacks, like was so stubborn and was like, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, at the same time, this is self-inflicted. Anyway, I could have a whole entire episode on Naked Honestly, because that was almost a 10 minute question. So, <laughs> sorry. Boom, and that's a wrap. <laughs> And that's it. Um, okay, sorry. I'll be really quick with my rapid fire question then. What is your favorite flavor of birthday cake? Red velvet. Good one. Mine is Funfetti. What kind of frosting for yours? Cream cheese. I love Funfetti. And it has to be the box Funfetti too. I actually asked my mom if she could send me box Funfetti. This next Just that. Box. Okay. Do they not have cake mix at the store? I'm sure they do. But again, it's all in Japanese. Oh. I don't know what I'm buying half the time. It's fine. Just like the pictures. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Where can people find the podcast? You can find our podcast on YouTube, wink, wink, Mm -hmm. Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Tea with Crema. If you'd like to buy us a cup of tea that doesn't taste like diluted hot chocolate, you can also find us on Venmo at the Tea with Crema. We hope to see you next time and happy birthday, Tea with Crema. Bye.